0: Oh, doesn't that beat just make you want to close a deal?
1: <laughs> That's should, it. start. we should be in a house right now, not, know, not, on, the, up, not on another podcast. <laughs> I've heard
0: it enough times where I'm associating closing with that.
1: With that that uh, beat.
0: <laughs> I just need to get that little loop and keep it playing in my car.
1: <laughs> Love it. Well, welcome to the closures mindset, welcome, welcome. episode 18. Caps and Lynch episode with Caps and Lynch you. is going to bring. Bringing it to the streets, baby. That's right. This is our first episode. We're actually going to do a call-in buddy of ours that, uh, that's that been in the business for a while and uh, get his take on the biz, get some of his stories on it, and uh, have some fun with it. I hear he's a closer. He is. He is. And uh, we're going to do this live, so I'm just going to call him directly from my Let's phone. Let's check it out. Let's see he hasn't an answered his text message, though. Just like salespeople, right? right? Oh, we can go. hear the ring and everything. You can hear the ring and everything,
0: baby. Wow, this is new to us, guys. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: lynch burger <laughs> how'd i know you were gonna come up with some name like this bro what's up, what's up you man? Bad. what's going on welcome to the show thank you thank you i got my buddy caps on here too so uh i'll introduce you this is gerald gerald caps
0: hey gerald nice to meet you cats <laughs> that's
1: so that's uh, all he's got for me that's all yeah, he's got have
0: enough time to come up with something better
2: <laughs> yeah you know Capital I punishment I couldn't, I couldn't remember your name from the from the text i apologize i had
1: to intended. put these uh new uh, these new names in right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these alter egos of ours bro can thanks for I, joining us
0: for real you're our first ever guest so when this thing is like wide across the world you'll be like you'll be the first of many, first of, of many.
2: That, that would be awesome to put on my tombstone, but, you know, royalties are better. <laughs> <Royalty>. <laughs> I like it.
1: I like it. Oh. Well, hey, bro, tell us, uh, tell, tell the audience a little bit about your background, and I got some questions for you, man. Uh, I knew, gosh, we're going on 10, 11 years now? 11 uh, years? 12.
2: 12. 12. Yeah. Time flies, yeah, man, bro. time flies. Um, <clears throat> So... Uh, My experience in the in-home sales world uh, is about 12 years old now. Um, I did some sort of sales off and on uh, prior to getting into um, uh, specifically home improvements and in-home sales. So um, I've done, you know, on the sales side, I've held every role there can be, you know, rep. Team leader, a field sales manager, an actual sales manager, general manager. Currently hold a uh, director of sales title with uh, my current employer.
1: Um, oh, man, how That's many? The next step is to own, bro. <laughs> That's all we're missing on the- <laughs> That's the, <laughs> the yeah, I don't it. know if you can go any higher than that. <laughs> we're precedent. Um, I mean,
2: I, I made a move today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we have a couple of divisions in our uh, our organization, and
1: uh, now yeah, No uh, with your organization, don't give anything away because we don't want to do that. But but are you guys first call close?
2: Um, no, we're not. If if the opportunity presents, um, about forty percent, forty two percent. It's funny is I had a, a I do a monthly executive check in, so the ownership and me have a meeting. Once a month, and today was that day. So all my statistics and data are top of mind. So 42% of our sales um, thus far this year are one call close, and our call center is really, really, really soft. Soft's not the right word. Really conscious of um, not pushing too hard. Um, to you know, we're not we're not a 100% one call close organization. So what we've done to overcome that, number one, is um, the call center has some some training and scripting, and and they they're really good at it, setting us up. And number two, you got to give your you know your sales team the tools to win. So we created a process uh, uh, on that initial call um, with some scripting, um, just low level scripting that just gets them into the conversation and to make sure that all all parties uh weighing in on options design styles uh financial options are present and uh so we've i've been you know uh with the org a little over seven months now and uh we've so increased it sound, that it sounds
1: like you've been like kind of gearing towards more of a first call there is sound. That, is that right if i'm saying that right
2: I'm, i missed that again
1: you're gearing this company more towards a first call now and kind of give them the tools and everything that so they can do more <laughs> of a first call because I know yeah. that's where you came from. That's our world. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's the ultimate goal. Um, but we'll never turn down. You know, if you have an adamant, um, for lack of a better term, Almost. one legger, then whatever, cap. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go and, and We've had some arguments,
1: G man, about follow up. Um, you know, <laughs> these, these 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 new youngsters in the biz um, love the idea of follow up, and I'm not so against that. I've had Here's to... my
0: question. I mean, after hearing what you're talking about, Gerald, you got. It sounds like you probably have an attitude about sales. Do you still hold that strong in your heart that that's how you do it is first call close or else you're 50% chance. They're not going to be your customer when you leave the door, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I would give up my firstborn if we were 100% uh, one call close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how do you balance that? You, you know, uh, it's, your...
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a sticky wicket, man. Um, you just have to be, you know, number one, you, you got to, dig into the data and uh, make sure that uh the processes are being followed um but what you can do and i've done this in the past is you oversteer your guys to a a certain discipline and and then it goes total opposite for an example um you know uh i had a team in in tampa florida that i took over and their demo rate was incredibly low so we banged on it and banged on it trained it And guess what? Our demo rate went up unusually high. So what we found is we oversteered the team and they were, you know, pitching one-leggers because, Hey, I got to get in the house. and got to get a price on the table. So there is a balance there. And it's, it's not an easy one to strike uh, specifically because the organization isn't a um, specifically a one call closed company or a multiple call uh, company. So it's tough. And I don't, if you guys have any uh, fairy dust you could sprinkle on it and give me the
1: solution that would make it lovely. Yeah, there is when you find that fairy dust, bro, send it over to me too. yeah, because I, sure. I, I need like a couple bags of that. Um, and it's something the of <laughs> we've talked about here a couple times too, because I'm a big believer in first call. You're going to win it. That's the best shot you have. But, you know yes, I'm not against getting getting some of that gravy to put on top of my mashed potatoes. Maybe a little butter too, but I'm Just don't be-
0: set yourself up for gravy. I think we kind of yeah, agreed on. I, I just always
1: believe there was always a way to close that deal. And there's just something you didn't do to get it. And that's all. That's all. I, I agree.
2: I agree with you. Um See, you know, the... I'll take the... Our uh, design consultants um, side of it where, hey, the appointment wasn't set up for a one-call close. So I... I set a follow-up appointment and I'm totally good with that. And what you, you know, what you should do is train up your, your team and then trust them to make the right decision. And then, uh, yeah, that's
1: where, that's yeah. where it really goes into that. And, and I, I, I see that point because, you know, the organization I'm with, we don't have that option. The organization right. you are with, you do have that option. My last right.
0: organization, our, our call center was very much, Hey, they're just going to come give you the information and, you know, they're going to give you a, a year price. And, and, in the back end we were first call closers so that's uh-huh. that's kind of the balance we struck and you know now my company that i'm at doesn't require any first call close they uphold it and they applaud it and all of that uh i should say applaud it and, you know when when it happens but um it's it, it's yeah. the same thing you're talking about there
1: yeah, yeah it's and if, exactly the same
2: if you think about uh from an organizational standpoint you're much more profitable too uh Cost of leads are lower if you can convert on the first call. So, So, you know, I I think we have a pretty good balance where I'm at now where, um, you know, just like I said, trusting the guys to make the right decision after you give them the tools so they
1: know how to do it. Yep. I like it. I like it. So, give me some good juice, man. (laughs) I need to know the craziest house you've ever been in. All right, like just one of those pops right in your head. Be like, this house right here. Tell me that story.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. Look, you and I've had some crazy stories from
2: uh, Northern Virginia.
1: Indeed, um, we I don't, have. I don't know if we a, want to go. I, I'm way. talking in a house, in a home, okay. customer's house. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah, in.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I know we had a couple of those two there, but uh, give yeah, me yeah. give me one that comes to your head, even one recent.
2: Um, so I got two, like um one this is the probably the craziest one and um i've been writing a book for like 8 years right so this is one of the chapters and it's called uh don't worry the dog will get it <laughs> so uh <laughs> um central pa uh my my people right uh blue collar hard working these are people that can't afford to do it wrong so they'll pay the price to get it done right right so um I believe it was a a little walkout bay window. So three three windows, some rot, blah blah blah. The house is in pretty bad shape meaning um look, I don't people live how they live. I don't I don't I don't care. Yeah. Um but this was pretty bad. Um so, you know, I go through my 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 deal the presentation side and we're sitting at the closing table and <clears throat> um I'm going through my free clothes and I hear this noise and I look down and the cat is literally, we're sitting at the kitchen table carpeted by the way. And, uh, what, what
1: about the kitchen noise. table was carpeted
2: or the floor? <laughs> <laughs> The floor before. Oh, okay. I thought you said the kitchen table.
0: Carpeted, by but the way.
2: If I remember correctly, the table was so sticky there was fuzz on it. Oh, so that's, it could have oh, Sticky tables, man. That's your, like, book you, number did two did for you, like, <laughs> kind of, The sticky. hand kind
0: of got it. You had to pull it off of there. <laughs> your <laughs> you you computer just peels off the table.
2: <laughs> ever see that movie Get Him to the Greek where he's rubbing the uh, the shag carpet wall to calm down? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what it was like. Oh god. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. So anyway, I hear this noise. <laughs> I hear this noise. I look down, right at the right at the table, and the cat is puking up something. Right.
1: Oh my
2: gosh. And it, we just get quiet. And uh, I look at the the
1: husband. No, he did not say that.
2: And he looks at me, and he goes, "Don't worry about it. The dog will get it." <laughs>
0: no. I'm oh, like,
2: man. hold on, it gets better. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, no problem. So we go through our pre-close and um, ended up selling them the windows nice, and uh, filling out this. At this, this was quite a while ago, so we had uh, paper contracts. So I was filling out paperwork and I hear, hear a slurping sound. I look down and sure enough, the dog was getting it. <laughs> okay. And and the guy looks at me and he's like, told you. I said, yes sir Yes, sir. you did yes you did press oh, hard there's three man. copies here
0: oh man oh gosh i oh. suppose at that point you almost should be like dude your cat's puking on my foot by the damn windows
2: <laughs> that's why i wear shoe covers
1: <laughs> yeah but we talked about shoe covers versus taking your shoes off you know, yep. stepping somewhere. Oh, because you've been in the squish. Stuff. I was talking to my buddy the other day, and he was like, Yeah, I took my shoes off, walked, walked, came back, left them on the whole time.
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Trying to think of some other.
1: Oh, come on. Like, uh, I remember when I was telling uh, Caps about with uh cats. I like, this lady had 40 cats in around, No, not 40, 30, 30, still 30 cats this, in one yeah. house. was insane. Yeah, that's all. That was yeah. insane um
0: i I shared the story in with the dog that kept humping my foot, humping the kid, <laughs> humping everything she he needs a girlfriend like no, he needs to go in the other room. that's what needs to happen right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um
2: I had one that strikes me as kind of a uh just a funny situation um older dude, he was in sales uh for years, I think he sold if I remember correctly, heavy equipment um his wife was super nice. And I had a newbie along on a ride along. And, uh, you know, I'll give you the total transparency. I was pissed at this appointment because it was for, I don't know, two windows, three windows, something like that. And, and we had a lot of uh, multiple 10, 15, 20 window leads. And um, so I didn't represent myself very well with the new guy. I was pissed when we first got there. So anyway, we get in there and, you know, once you get this competitive juice to start flowing when you walk through the door, all that bullshit falls away and you're focused on the task at hand. So we go through and it, it turned out to be like uh, the second story of of a uh, townhouse. So five or six windows, something like that. So not, not a bad opportunity. And uh, as I mentioned, the guy's an old school sales guy and we go through our presentation and, uh, you know. The newbie (laughs) that has instructions not to talk (laughs) as they should yes and uh so i present price ask them to buy and uh no one's saying a word and i look at him and like (laughs) the corner of his mouth is quivering a little bit like he wanted to talk (laughs) and i'm just looking at him like shut the fuck up sorry (laughs) shut up
0: how many times have we said that on this podcast (laughs) so many go on
2: so uh it seemed like five minutes but it was probably only a minute or a minute and a half and mrs breaks the silence and husband says damn it ethel we just, we just lost and she's like what are you talking about he goes, we talked first and I, said, that's right. I said that's right sir and i stuck out my hand and said we're gonna do a hell of a job for you and we broke the
1: deal up
0: oh my gosh that is awesome that's perfect.
1: Right, how, how have you been teaching people to close deals since you can't put your hand out? Do the elbow? Do the fist bump? Fist bump. Fist bump. bump elbow yeah. bump, fist bump.
2: Slide that that credit app across
1: the table. Just start the paperwork. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Push this button over here now, right?
0: Yeah. Oh. So our last episode, Gerald, was about why in-home sales? Like, why do you love it? What? How did you get into it? Like, where did you come from? And what drew you to it? Or was it kind of by chance? Or?
2: yeah uh, a little of both. Um, i had I was living in uh, Southern California and had some family uh, uh, requirements to handle back here in in Pennsylvania. So uh, I uh, packed up and moved back here, and I actually had a job lined up. I was with uh, it's a printing company and and uh, um, uh, promotional products. And I was quarterbacking a sales team there. I had no business quarterbacking (laughs) a sales team at that time, (laughs) but we did okay, but it wasn't a fit for me. And uh, I just happened to answer an ad on a a local website um, from the local newspaper and uh, went in and, and, you know, everybody has that, that thought about what in-home sales is. We've all had that, that sleazy thought in our mind right? right um and i'm like yeah i just don't know if it's for me so i went in and met with with the company and um i really liked them they they seem like you know really stand up people and um the environment was pretty cool and um they offered me a job and you know a couple weeks later i was in a in a training class um so that that's but you know i was in sales majority of my uh yeah, probably half of my career uh since i separated from the military so that would be like i don't know 15 years So seven or eight years building houses and then the other seven or eight uh, uh selling of some sort like i've sold to contractors architects in the building industry design centers, stuff like that gotcha. and then one of my best one of my best roles that i held outside of sales prepared me for sales and that was uh, a, uh i was it ended up uh, director of customer service I, I moved my way up the food chain for a home builder um i didn't start as a, in the director role but sure uh, moved up there and uh you know when you're in customer service your phone does not ring with people telling you hey your guys did a great job it's <laughs> It's always an issue, yep. and you know I quickly learned going out and seeing somebody in person is the best way to do. It. You cannot handle it over the phone um and that kind of is like set the foundation on how to how to deal with with people that aren't necessarily wanting to deal with you um, so outside of my sales training mentorship, and my relationships that I've had in the inside the industry, that's probably my been my best
0: uh training nice. today. That's interesting. I could see how that would translate.
1: Very huge. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I
2: fell. Yeah, you know, I fell into the the in home sales. Just like I said, I answered that ad, and I like the company. And and you're um, selling it now.
1: Yeah. Did I mean, you do anything
2: else? No way. You love it, huh? I Love it. Ah uh, oh, man, like the reason has changed uh,
1: over the years. I you know, know it's initially- management now for you, but like, yeah, just yeah. The, the, the you you know I know you miss it, bro. You gotta miss. It. You gotta miss going to home i do i do uh
2: it, it's there's nothing better than walking into a home and connecting with people and and them trusting you with their most valuable possession right yep. everybody knows that and um enough trust and rapport built and, and urgency that they'll write you a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar check on the spot right? yeah. that's better than
0: dare i say drugs <laughs> sex <laughs> sex oh i like how lynch goes to drugs first
1: first that but yeah it's that it's that it's that rush it's that like a like for me you know still if i'm if I was out in the field still like that every day, if I didn't get my fix and my sale by the third day I was jittery it's weird right yeah i i I remember one time this is
2: probably not too too long ago, maybe four or five years ago, so I'd been pitching in a home five six seven years something like that and uh, I had, a you know, uh, my boss was with me you know, on a ride alone, which we all should be doing with our people. Um, and you know, I was a proven entity, so he didn't need to ride with me, but that was part of the deal and helps to get better. But in any case, uh, uh, I lay down the price and, you know, we ended up selling it and whatnot, but I didn't even notice this. And when we were debriefing after the, after the call, he said, uh, why'd you get, goosebumps and i'm like what are you talking about man <laughs> and he's like the minute that you put the price on the table i saw goosebumps and your hair stand up on on end on your arms i'm like really like i never noticed it it's yeah. just that that excitement if anybody's ever owned a dog they
0: yeah um
2: it's addictive and when you get good at it man like you know, the initial drive was, uh, you know, a job and a company that I could get behind. I really didn't believe um, the amount of money that they were saying I could make.
0: Um, <laughs> right. No but, one was. Which lo and behold, the whole sleazy thing, right? You're walking in yeah. and you're like, we got six figures for you. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: lo and uh, behold, though. yeah, lo and behold, like, you know, um, I, my progression was probably slower than most Successful um, in-home sales professionals. We, it took me about a year to really figure it out, and then another year to to really maximize uh, uh, every opportunity that I had. You know, and a lot of it, a lot of it is self-control and, and self-discipline and whatnot. And um, you know, a lot of it's belief, man. Once you believe in what you're doing, and um, you're helping people, and you're making an incredible living doing doing something. That you love it's it's the best, man. it's the best,
1: and it becomes easy
2: it's it does right you know it could be the easiest job in the world, it could be the hardest job in the world. I have a guy right now that has been doing it on my team uh, uh almost uh twenty years, and he's struggling right now, and I had a long talk with him today, and it's like you know your bills pay, yep, family healthy, yep, well, you've done this for nineteen years, right like your lifestyle is set. You know you can do this. It's just another one of those little blips on the radar. I know, I know. I just needed to hear that, you know. So it could be the hardest job in the world. And this guy's a you know, a proven uh, producer year over year. Um, yeah. But it happens to all of us. We get into a little rut. We get in a something. rut and we also
1: forget the fundamentals and, uh, and then and going back to the basics. And- you
2: are a sales manager, aren't you? I agree
1: 100%. <laughs> Manager, rep, team leader, repertoire, yeah, all above. Ride-alongs are are crucial. Like, I I, I, I couldn't agree with you more on the ride-alongs. Yeah. I think
0: it's interesting your story of how you got to be a, a master at your craft. You know, I, we've talked a lot about that. You know, a pro puts in the work. What work did you put in to? I mean, two years might feel like a long time to be getting better at something right
2: oh here's the secret man i'm getting better i got better today oh baby. And my goal my goal is to get I got goosebumps tomorrow. just
0: now bro <laughs> do you feel that um, that's good stuff
2: i got yeah, goosebumps yeah. just now <laughs> once you, once you think you made it is when you start regressing like it's
1: it's a never-ending battle um hey, hey g-man isn't there always one of them cats on the sales team bro right there's always that one think they, yep. they got it made got it figured out got everything figured out does can't teach them anything um
2: yeah i have one right now <laughs> and he's uh closing at i don't know mid to high teens ouch like yeah it's just you know successful and it's it's all ego guys that's what it is like um and you know what i don't have all the
1: answers and neither do you two but no, chances we don't. are we, if we don't this is an ever growing ever evolving show. Right. Yeah. We've learned so much just in the podcasts we've done here. Yeah.
0: That's the first mm-hmm. podcast we ever did, we mentioned, "Hey, uh, we're not saying we're the closers out there. <laughs> we just you know, we're a couple guys who like talking about it, I guess." So.
1: Right on. I put That's my cool. game up against anybody though.
0: Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah,
2: I would back, I would back that up. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the Lynch in, in action.
1: <laughs> the Lynch I'm a little crazier now. I get a little, uh you know what I found out watching in the homes is uh it's all fear of, of, of asking. That's all it is. People really don't care. Just ask. Brutal yep. honesty. So easy. Just be straight with them and ask them. Straight up. Fear of rejection, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they can buy to- and they, they only want to ask about if you want to buy or not. Like, what what happened to a pre-close? I'm like, what the F happened to a pre-close? Yeah. I watched it today. They didn't even do it. I'm like, just ask. We still know ahead of time, then it becomes an I mean, easier game.
0: What do you never, think that
1: your reps are missing the most right now? Like, if you had to tell somebody in the audience listening, like, you know, if they're missing it, what are they? What What are people missing the most right now that you're seeing out there? Um,
2: it's probably just a, a discipline, an everyday discipline on the system, whatever system it is. Like, trust it. Like, there's a proven the reason why all really good sales organizations succeed is they have a process that they follow. And the reason that they do that, it's predictable. So if you do steps A through Z, we're gonna get this result out this many times, this percentage of of the time, right? The other thing that, that I learned over the last couple of years is if you have a guy that's on system and he's struggling, much easier to coach him up and get him back on process Hmm. than a guy that does his own thing. You can't help that guy that does his own thing. Like other than beat him in over the head until he uses the leverages the system. But um, yeah, there's a predictable result when you're following a system and it's super easy to, to, I shouldn't say super easy. It's easier to get a guy back on track um, because you can, you as a manager can walk in there watch him and see where he is falling down and pick it up
1: for him you know nice
0: makes well, sense that's Good stuff. yeah we've talked a lot about that too there we
1: have okay i got another one for you this is a big debate we have a lot of debates here old school versus new school so <laughs> all right since you came up with paper does he know my background uh-huh uh no i've got like a year and a half of sales on my belt <laughs> so and he's all new school and it's all everything's digital yeah. So do he you a, think a, a do you fowl. think the pitch book should be still should still be used, all right? Or do you think it should all be digital?
0: I don't have a faux if that's what you just asked. <laughs> yes, I did ask that. Just
2: curious.
0: Oh uh, no. I think it'd be called a pompadour. as appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> straight
2: straight cat style.
0: There you go. Oh, <laughs> so stuff. go ahead. So pitch book Tip versus
1: for... iPad, iPad or, or <laughs> tablet or laptop or whatever it is. What do you say? You
2: know what I'm gonna say.
1: Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Fucking pitch
2: block, man. <laughs> Love it. Why? Oh, uh, it's tangible. Um, you know, there's 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 merits on both sides. I think um if I was if I was running appointments for my living day in, day out now, mm-hmm.
1: I would have both. Me too. Um, I agree with that i i, I would hold on to that you have to integrate both um why why do you feel that way
2: yeah like um you know there's a certain sect of uh, people i would say I hate to put a number on it maybe uh early thirties on down maybe mid thirties I don't know where it, you know maybe even forties uh early forties uh where everything is digital right mm-hmm. um and they'll pay more attention that way uh, I think that would resonate. I think the technology, uh, specifically iPad resonates with, um, a certain percentage of people. And I think that's growing every year, um, just because of, you know, our society is so immersed in technology and, you know, we're, we're buying $2,000 iPhones, but we won't spend, you know, couple grand to fix up our house i mean how crazy is that right
1: yes. <laughs> and how much a month do we spend on these things
2: yeah no shit yeah. so you know i i'm just i mean literally i walked into my my new uh organization with a pitch book that's probably i mean i haven't thrown anything away in almost 12 years right um and they looked at that and they're like what what is that
1: <laughs> right you do know, you know what that is dude i I've tried you know what to that tell, is i try to tell some of my peers and they're like huh dude
2: you know what that is? It's a, a million dollars a year sitting right there. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> Boom, baby. I like it. Yeah, I just try to get people to put a picture book together.
2: Well, yeah, well, even wow. that even that's powerful, you know. Um Yeah, so uh I think the the question prior to this one was uh, putting in the work in
1: and two years right yeah putting into work what you know what, what you did to to maintain and to you know learn and grow and be successful sure.
2: i'll tell you one of the best things um was just the organization i was uh came up with originally mm-hmm. um really good training organization uh uh the highest level of accountability on a sales organization that i've ever ever been around and i've i've probably I don't know i can't put a number on i've been to so many conferences and and uh workshops and networking groups with different companies and um by by far uh, my original company was the best training the best accountability um and you know it, you we had some really really accomplished successful guys on the team and i aspired to be like that you know like and I didn't know it initially but a year in I could tell that financially this could change my life and the crazy thing is um, those relationships and affiliation with that original organization did change my life financially but it also it also changed my life as as a human being like it made me a better person and I'm not <laughs> I'm not exa- exaggerating any at all and, and jesse you know you know that's where uh lynch added that lynch and i uh uh met right was at this organization um
1: yeah it is and it, 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 a rock solid place i'm gonna i you know i totally agree in the phenomenal training program and they really dug into it and they 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 practiced a lot failure is not an option like (laughs) it's not an option no then that's i mean and it was drilled in our head um and it was different and i i don't know i don't know about the leads today that your reps are running but they're a lot easier than leads we used to run in my opinion oh without your first i don't know how many
2: years did you ever even sniff a tv lead what's that yeah no shit (laughs) hey here's a uh uh clipper magazine lead go make it rain here's a canvas lead i love canvas leaves though you know so do
1: i (laughs) all day long
2: but you know you just uh this industry and 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 like sports really good analogy like once you once you achieve a certain level Mm -hmm. you typically don't go backwards because and it's all the power of the mind you believe that you can do it so you just do it like I mean, it,
1: like Nike. Yeah, yeah, I just, so are you interviewing a lot of reps as well? Yeah. Okay. Yes. What are the, what are the three, what are the three big things that you're looking for? The attributes when you're looking for, you know, an in-home closer? Oh, well, there's
2: two different types of like, you know, um, I interviewed uh, a handful of recently a handful of, I would say successful in-home sales guys that were looking to make a change and uh <laughs> i i know they could close but um not going to offer them a position um my number 1 number 2 and number 3 um qual- qualifiers are culture culture and culture you can you can bring one bad dude onto a really good team and ruin the whole thing hmm. um so the number one thing that i'm hiring for is culture and and this might sum up my my mindset behind that and it's i can train anybody i can teach anybody to do anything really right but i can't teach a bad person to be a good person and when when you come across and we work with a couple jesse i mean lynch um (laughs) we work with a couple and you know, they took away as much as they brought. Like,
1: yes, they did. I, I see members on on our teams now that are doing the same thing. It's like uh, like vampires—they suck out all the energy. Yeah, get them the fuck out. Like, <laughs> cut out the cancer. And you know, a
2: lot, I used to worry about uh, covering leads, and who gives a shit? Like, you get rid of one or two bad people, and I'm I'm talking not performance, but attitude, yeah. effort um you get rid of those people and watch your team
1: flourish yep.
2: watch so um, an effort yeah. a
1: big and you see you know, I, I've noticed laziness lately and in, in, in a lot of the interviewing and, and and other reps and some of that I just it's just that that you know that drive that energy for it
2: yeah um I'm not bashful about asking uh what what they uh desire to make like um just to get you know see if they're hungry um I'll take that. That dude that that wants to maximize his opportunity and change his life. He'll once you give him the tools, he'll run through a brick wall for you. Oh, like, that's the
1: one
2: I want. Once, once you show a guy how he can change his life, he'll he'll die for you, man. And you know the the inverse is true. Like you'll die for them too because you love them so much, and not because of his his performance or his metrics, but because of who he is. Like I have a team right now that I just I'd lay down a
1: traffic for.
0: That's good stuff, man. That's
1: good. Yeah. So so audience, listen up. Be good to your be good to your uh, managers out there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. Christmas <laughs> is coming. Hey, and by the way, and by the way, uh, managers don't make as much as salespeople. Make sure everybody's very aware of that, okay? <laughs> Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. They all think every sales rep thinks the managers make a ton of money. We don't do this for the money anymore. We do it for the hours and to help other people. And that's it. Help other people, man. That's you know. That's it. I I I contemplate. I'll tell you, I contemplate going back and forth there and out again. I like you know. That's why I love going out in the field as I do now. But I've contemplated just being out in the field again because I really enjoy being in the home and really enjoy just talking with people and having fun, meeting walks of I, life. I had uh, a
2: conversation with a. uh a CEO that I respect immensely in our industry, and uh, I was considering taking a a management job and relocating. And uh, or it might have been a couple months into my relocation, and I came back to corporate, and we went out and had lunch, and we're talking, and he's asking me how it's going and whatnot, and and I said, you know, I don't I don't know if this is for me. Um, I can be making more money and less stress and I'm asking myself why. And, you know, he looked at me and, and he goes, yeah, that's a solid question. And, and he goes, do you want me to give you the answer? Because I know you probably better than you know yourself. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, this guy walks, walks on water uh, to me anyway. And, uh, he goes, you just, you want to see if you can do it. Like it's the challenge of it and then you get to impact people's lives like right now like as a rep you're going to help a person or two a day and you and your family and that's it but in you know as you grow and and your role becomes bigger imagine how many people you can impact and and help and that just resonated with me I'm like done I'm back on a plane see you later (laughs) it does resonate you know it is
1: about that you know when you get the the message from people. I remember when I was with another, uh, a bath company years ago and I had a, uh, a guy that I don't, didn't remember just messaged me on, on Facebook and just said, thank you for everything you did, you know, back that's then. Awesome. I didn't remember this guy. And I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah. You know? awesome. and, and those are the little touches there that make the difference. And it, and it really, you know, when you look at this business, when you go out there and sell a job, so if you're out there selling, think about it like this, you're not just selling for your own family or for the company. But you're all this other people in between that you're providing their their work. So the person making whatever product that you're selling, the person driving that product over, you know what I mean? The person that in the office in the back end putting it together, the person who gets to install it, the the people that built all the screws and everything else that you had to put together the product to right. put it in. All those little people you're supporting by just making that one sale. Yeah, much I had bigger that bigger picture.
2: For sure. I had that conversation probably uh man this new team probably my second week running the sales meetings and just we talked about the level of responsibility that we have as sale sales professionals uh to to the entire organization because we all know nothing happens until something is
1: sold seller be sold right seller be sold so what's your uh We'll, 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 finish it up here with, uh, maybe one or two questions. I'll let Caps ask one here as well, but I have one last one for you, uh, G man. So in, in this all new world of, of what we're doing now, and you're in this role, but got to tell me what's your favorite clothes. What's my favorite clothes? Your favorite clothes to clothes. Um, you know, like.
2: I guess the one that um, I I struggle with um, a lot and I'm I'm most proud that I mastered this, it's not my favorite and it doesn't come up all the time, but Hey, uh, I I was burned on making a decision uh, on the first visit in the past. And uh, I'm sure you understand. I I just want to wait and think about it. Right.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, you know, you, you get down and you start discussing the decision that they made previously. And it wasn't that they made the decision, it was ultimately the, the company that they chose. And if you would have waited two weeks and chose the same company, the result most likely would have been the same, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And now this company is causing you to make two bad decisions one, choosing them, and two, not choosing me. So let's get there's no risk here, let's get it started.
1: Wow, that's like good it. stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> Notate that one.
0: Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to throw that in the sometime in the next week. <laughs> Practice. It. It that's, goes, called, yeah.
2: that's called the direct angle close. It's the the reason. It's the exact reason why you should make this decision tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's good. You just flip. But
2: it. If, if you think about it logically, right? It, it has no logic. Hey, I made a bad decision. Yeah, well, you could have waited a year and called that company. It would have
0: been the same.
1: Yeah, right. when you decide it's not the problem it's it's who, who you decide to go with yeah and to say that, that, that that's yep. beautiful yeah that's good what's your question for g-man here
0: nothing so specific uh specific excuse me um more just in general i mean we got all these people listening by now 18 episodes in what do you have to say to all the the closers and, and hopeful closers want to be closers whatever whoever's out there uh any any, any, last closing, tidbits, any guess, closing closing thoughts? remarks <laughs>
2: Closing remarks for the closers and soon-to-be closers. Um, do we got another thirty minutes? Can, <laughs> can, so true. So true. I can, yeah. um, probably the biggest piece of advice that I would I would give everyone. There, there, there's so many, but number one, don't listen to anybody else outside of your circle of of influence at at work or wherever you're at. Like. The reason why people tell you you're crazy for doing a commission only or a heavy heavy loaded commission is because they're scared and they wouldn't do it themselves who cares that's great for them follow follow your heart and and go for it um effort equals result as much effort as you put in and that's going to be uh reciprocated by the amount of results you're positive results you're getting so Um, I'm all about hard work, man. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, and then just, um, be a student. Um, like, you know, we started this podcast, this section out with, um, you know, talking about, Hey, I'm, I'm not done learning. I mean, you know, I'm not, I've been in it a while. There's, there's people that have been doing it longer than me. And, you know, I've, I learned stuff from our newest rep. Um, so continuous improvement, just getting better every day. you You're not going to solve, you're not going to just miracle yourself into this, this incredible uh, sales professional. It takes time, and it takes practice. Um, that That would be, you know, your most valuable time starting out the first year is not your appointments. It's what you do with the time in between your appointments. Mm. So if you're, you know, if you're at home uh, watching Seinfeld reruns, instead of practicing your, your pre-close or um, your demonstration on your neighbor or your wife or somebody, your dog, um, you're missing (laughs) the boat, man. You know, this is, this is the most, this is the most like American of jobs you can have, right? It's, it's sitting there for the taking. You just have to, put the work in and go, go get it.
0: Yeah, it is. You get out of it. what you put in? That's for sure. Yeah.
2: Practice, practice, practice. practice. Uh-huh.
0: This is just practice. What practice. I love about, about this. Interview, Gerald is that you just reaffirmed a lot of what we've said. So if everyone's been thinking we're crazy so far, we got more miracle minds like yourself supporting (laughs) the craziness so you know i appreciate all the i mean just great great stuff golden nuggets throughout this whole conversation i appreciate it
1: yeah thanks for joining us man i appreciate you man and uh i look forward to having you back on the show again uh sooner than later appreciate the time and uh i'll see you soon bro
2: yeah man uh anytime just give me a a heads up and i'm there for you guys Uh, i think you're doing something something very special here And any way i can help you um just let me
1: know awesome thanks get the word out man we're gonna get the voice of the road warriors thanks bro bro. see you later